You are listening to Paolo DeMarco Podcast with Alan Campbell. Welcome everybody to the Paolo DeMarco Podcast. Today on the show, we are interviewing Lael. Welcome, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm fine. With your career expanding for so many years in media and TV reporting, how and when did you start? I started like five, six years ago. Uh, I started as a reporter, as a writer. Uh, I'm talking about the news, especially. Then I moved into political shows, into uh, uh, curing, and um, you know, and I continue. And right now, I have my own political show. It's uh, uh, on a uh, American channel. It's an international channel, in fact, and which is um, which is very difficult to have it. After a few years, usually they spend like 10, 20 years to have their own show, especially when we talk about political show. It's not easy at all. So I'm happy that I could do it in a few years. Investigative reporting is a dangerous game to play. Tell me one incident that you have men endangered. Yeah, it is. It's not easy at all. Um, you have to be... Um, you have to be courage enough to do that. You have to be, uh, uh, you have the knowledge also to, to go to the field and do this kind of reporting. Um, I'm not a specialist in that, but I, uh, I've i been in the field, especially during the situation, during the uh, protest and uh, during the revolution that we had uh, uh, last year. Um, it's not easy, um, especially that you have people from different, if you want, political backgrounds, from different uh, religion, from uh, so you have to know how to deal with everything, with every single detail, and how to be, if you want, moving between the points. So uh, you can reach what you want, you can deliver what you want, and at the same time, um, you, you, you are professional. You look professional, and you do your work in a professional way. Arab News reported that you were a victim of cyberbullying by the Iran-backed terror group. Firstly, what is the story behind the cyberbullying? And were you afraid by the terror group? Uh, you know, right now, because we have um, the the situation isn't stable and we don't have, if you want, um, everything is, is, is different right now because, you know, when it's a collapse, I mean, economical collapse, it turned into a social collapse and um, into a chaos. So in those in this situation and this period of uh, of uh, of time, uh, everything is possible. And uh, I mean, you feel afraid they might kill you, and without anyone doing the right investigation, without anyone suing them. So yeah, they uh, I've been threatened uh, by a um, message and by a paper uh, kept on my car uh, after I. I posted uh, something from Quran um, um, in, in a response uh, of, of Qasem Soleimani issue because they put a status for him here um, and they did something that it's it, it doesn't reflect the image of Beirut. It's not Beirut. It's not Lebanon. It's not us. So I had my opinion. Uh, I don't accept to see my city uh, as if it's Tehran or I don't know where. Um, so they didn't accept it, especially that the, they, if you want, 
they lead by by the religion issue and they control the mind of their followers by religion so they didn't accept to use the religion i mean islam word against them because it's it's dangerous for them what is the class action against the government or any religious groups that will help women in lebanon women rights in lebanon are are fine we, we didn't achieve what uh, the point or or the the situation that we should be in but comparing to other arab countries i mean in the middle east we are way better we have a if you want a space of freedom which is uh, uh, better than 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 our neighbors here but we are aiming of course as uh, a democratic uh, regime a, a democratic country to reach um, to reach a higher level of of uh, uh, women being in politics, women being in social life, women leading the country and leading the change in the further situation or in the in the in the current situation, because um, you know right now uh, it's it's blocked. Um, the parties are uh, controlled by, um, by 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 other countries from abroad. Uh, they don't care about the interest of of their own country of Lebanon of Beirut. So women can play a huge and a major role right now what we are doing that we are raising the voice we are working hard and hard and especially in politics we need more women to be involved in social uh, work and politics and in all those if you want dangerous situation that usually people are afraid from and dangerous topics so um I will continue and I will continue being in politics and say everything openly and clearly, maybe and hopefully we will do the change that we are aiming. You have recently spoken to the prime minister and the president of Lebanon about women's rights and the rights of humans. Are they going to do anything about those issues? And as a journalist, will you be running for politics? Um, yeah, I've been speaking for um, everyone about that. I don't think they are going to do anything because right now, because they are threatened by their positions, because we are we are talking about uh, 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 corruption, about um, the the the, fa- the failure, if you want, in, in their in their way of ruling the country, because they failed in their way if they failed how to rule the country so no i don't expect anything from them what we are going to do is uh, to push and the civil society and the civil groups uh, for the following um, uh, election um, i don't know if i will be running for the election i didn't think about it to be honest but of course i'll be working in this election even if I'm not running for the election, I'll be working in uh, supporting the civil groups and in um, and trying very hard uh, to uh, to 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 be in the parliament next uh, in the next, if you want, election. You spoke to Dr. Sharaf Abel Sharaf, head of the Doctor Syndicate in Beirut, and Dr. Marina Abi Abdullah. Demet, head of the Nurses Association in Lebanon. How has the COVID-19 affected Lebanon? And what is their opinion on it? 
you know, um, I think we had double effect, uh, especially at, we, we were in, in, in a crazy situation. It wasn't a normal situation like in other countries around the world. When Right now, if we take any example like um, France, US, uh, anywhere, you see that they have, uh, they have economical uh, crisis after the COVID. Here, we are talking about Beirut, um, that it's before uh, COVID uh, suffering from economical collapse and from economical, from political collapse. So the effect was double. Right now, um, people are tired. We had the death, uh, the death toll was high and uh, the vaccination is still, we didn't re reach the herd immunity. So they suffered as a uh, medical team they had a lot of pressure in doing the maximum with a very if you want limited uh, facilitation and a limited uh, if you want equipment because we had uh, also crisis in the and we're still having it in the medical field because they don't they couldn't uh, import and bring all the needs that that uh, they use usually in hospitals and in clinics so uh, it's not easy but um, I think because um, um, the people here, I mean, Lebanese are are uh, smart enough and are, if you want, um, they are born in a hard situation so they can deal with a hard situation. A senior member, Israeli army, tweeted by Ayat, added the fuel to the fire. To what you have said, any statue that would be erected for someone not Lebanese, especially since he is a politician paid by the Lebanese, should not be placed. Tell me more about that statement. I've been accused for that because, you know, in the Lebanese uh, uh, laws, uh, if you have any, any connection with Israel because um, we are in war, we are not in peace situation. If you have any connection with anyone there, especially in politics and in media, you will be uh, sentenced to, uh, to jail. So it's not something um, it's not something easy. And anyway, we are still in war as two countries. We didn't reach the peace talk and the peace uh, statement that uh, that they uh, that um, it's it's if you want here in the area they did it in Gulf they did it in most Arabic other Arabic countries. Um, we hope to have peace in Middle East one day, but of course with a uh, clear political uh, solution for the, pro uh, for the problem of the Palestinian. Because we, if you know that here in Beirut, we have uh, millions of Palestinians. So um, the peace talk should be based on uh, clear um, solution in politics with Hezbollah, with the Palestinian and with the lands, because we still have lands that is are taken by by Israeli government. Sharif Mansur, the Middle East and North African Program Coordinator for the Committee to Protect Journalists, said the use of online harassment against women journalists is prohibited. That aims to slice the reporting and opinions. What is the reason why they want to silence women journalists and do they see women as a threat? 
they see women as a threat, uh, especially here in Lebanon, because right because women usually uh, they are not corrupted. They they work double than men. Um, they don't go into deals and into dirty if you want. Uh, plays and into dirty deeds because uh, I don't know why but women and especially here in my in my country um, aren't like that so they feel threatened because they know that they don't have any um, any if you want um, calculation so they just work for the interest of the uh, of the country the interest of the people the interest of human rights at the end um, I think they will keep on, um, on yani, trying to stop them, especially in the following few years. And we might see more assassination. Um, it will be like like accidents, like not clear assassination, because it's not for their it's not for their interest. They got used to bring women as uh, decoration. And the government and, and the parliament, they bring them, the parties, they choose them and they put them as decoration. But without and they see strong women and with 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 an efficient role and uh, who doesn't care about anything, I think they feel threatened and they already felt threatened. You recently interviewed Ambassador Keith Kirkwood, a U.S. based humanitarian and philanthropist who was a good friend and client of Polo DeMarco. What is it like to work with him? You know, he's a great person. Um, we, um, I knew him after Beirut Blast, uh, when we had the big um, drama last year during August. It was horrible. Um, he came from United States to Beirut uh, to help people in Beirut. Um, to to try to uh, to give them what they need to help them to uh, build their houses and all of that to work with charities, you know it's too rare to find nowadays people who uh, work for humanitarian reason who comes from um, a far country like like uh, LA and United States to Beirut. We are talking about fifteen hours uh, for human reasons. So. Um, really what they did is an amazing job. Um, he's still working for the interest of Lebanon and of the Lebanese people uh, in his, his charity uh, uh, work around the world. We really appreciate that. He's a great friend and I love him so much. When it comes to outside journalism, what is your favorite thing to do? Uh, you mean out of Lebanon, abroad? Uh, you know, right now I'm I'm working with an international uh, company, but it's but my show is about Beirut and Lebanon. If I will move forward, yeah, I will go out of of my area, out of my country to work in journalism and in politics. I think I will go into something international, uh, like doing interview all around the world with politicians with hot topics. That it's. Uh, if you want the deep topics, that it's ruling the whole the whole world, because um, few people can do that, and I know that I have I have if you want the um, I'm smart enough to do it, and I have the ability to do that. So I think I will move into that next year, maybe or after two years. I don't know. We'll see. It depends on the opportunities that I will have. Seeing that ISIS has threatened you. How have you and your family dealt with the situation? 
you know, uh, when it comes to family, for me, I was I was fine. Uh, the only thing that I was afraid from is to create something, create, if you want, a file and arrest me because they can do it. And uh, I traveled in that time. I was in Dubai and they were spreading the news and writing that you will be arrested at the airport once you arrive. You are working with Israeli agent and um, blah, blah, those issues. So my parents was was very, very afraid and scared. Uh, because for because they know when when if, if if they will create a file it will be horrible and I will go to the prison and spend years there and if I, if they decide to kill me they might kill me without anyone know yani it can be through an accident through uh, uh, I don't know um, poisoning or or anything else so they were saying please stop talking stop writing just do your job don't give your opinion uh, you are not obliged to lose your life for nothing um, at the end uh, it's it's about big politics it's about regional politics and international politics it's not only about beirut because hezbollah at the end is part of the um, revolutionary guards which is uh, an iranian uh, military uh, uh, if you want base so um, for them, and you are not obliged to do that. But for me, uh, you, I felt at the beginning a little bit, but right now, no, I'm not. I think if me and my my colleagues and everyone will do the same and uh, won't talk, we will lose our country at the end. So we should keep on talking and keep on raising the voice and keep on writing and because we have a weapon, which is our pencils. So I will keep on using this weapon. Who is Leal today from when she first started as a media journalist? I'm a journalist, of course. I'm a human fighter, of course. I'm a, someone who's aiming to, uh, to, to make the situation better, to fight for a better future for me for the next and further generation. I'm some, someone who will not accept to see his country um, looks like, I don't know, Yemen or Syria or Iraq or anywhere. Um, we are aiming peace. We want our country to be um, like we used to know, the, the Switzerland of the Middle East. What would you want to say to people about human rights women's rights and freedom as an individual. I want to tell them, especially in the area and in the cities and in the countries where they don't have their full rights um, to fight, to talk, to write, um, because it's not easy, I know. But if you don't, if you don't work hard for it, nobody will come and give it easily to us. So human rights, um, worth to fight for it so keep on fighting thank you so much leo for being thank on the you, show Alan. thank you